Beck, it's wonderful to have you in this interview and I'm very happy to uh, feature you as part of the series for Reimagine the Future, right, which is what the International Coaching Week is all about this, this year. So I'm so happy that you have the time to be part of this uh, initiative, Beck. Thank you very much, Supriya, and thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to share. Wonderful, wonderful. And Peck, I understand that you're currently in Beijing and I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to see the kinds of the cross-cultural diversity that we bring, right? We are all based in Asia, but still there are lots of differences that we could learn from each other. So, so, so I'm very happy and let's see how the conversation takes us forward, Peck. Sure, sure. So Peck, I wanted to find out there's something that comes to mind. There's this quote that says, with great power comes great responsibility. And uh, as coaches, uh, we are we hear powerful words, right? Like we're part of transformations. We are into change. We help people change their behaviors, make their lives better. It seems like, uh, you know, you're in a very responsible position when we hear such powerful words. And of course, humility is what I would say we uh, we, uh, we we go with rather than saying power, power in any negative or a destructive manner, right? So we are looking at that. So what are your thoughts when you hear this quote, uh, Peck? Um, yeah, thank you for the question. Um, I believe that uh, I I have this uh, beliefs in my mind that uh, coaches it's somebody that co-create the coaching process with the coaching. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So so when when um, this uh, what what do you call this leadership? Uh, you ha- when you have the power, you have that uh, great responsibilities. No doubt, True. it is it is there for you. And you, and you step on that leadership role, you right. pick up on that. It is always on your shoulder. Yes. Yeah. So so me as a coach, I put myself or I position myself as somebody that co-create that process with my coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, helping them to see from different perspective yeah. how that actually. Um, um, help them in their leadership role. And if I may use the uh, one of the cultural orientations framework dimensions, mm-hmm. that is a sense of power and responsibility. Correct. Yeah. And we always have that, like the thought, uh, the, the quote that you have just shared, you say, with great power comes great responsibility, right? And we always have that assumption in mind. Leaders, you need to have the power, the control, only then you can play a role as a leader. But sometimes it might not be necessary that case. True. Yeah. And the paradox is how do I actually bring in humility mm-hmm. in this sense? Yeah. So as a coach, um, when I co-create with my coach, I bring in that part to help them to see we actually need this both ends. Correct. In order to succeed. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, so, so that that would be my thought on. Um, yes, you, 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 um, with great power. And sometimes when you don't have power, it is also a power for the leader. Correct. Okay. So, yeah. So that is also a responsibility and accountability as a leader. So that that is how I would I would see this. Um, yeah. See 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 this. Um, um, yeah. Perspective. 
Wonderful, wonderful. I mean, you said when even when there is no power, literally, there uh, it it is good. What, what what's that uh, peck? Um, when I say when you have no power, it is all. It is actually a kind of power mm. as well. Okay. Yeah. It is kind of invisible power. So let me um, maybe I share one example sure. that a, a recent client that I I have. Um, they are they are experiencing this uh, chaos in the company. Mm-hmm. People are living, and um, the CEO it's in the mood of I don't know what else can I do. I I don't know. It, it's everything. It's what I'm doing. It's just doesn't seem right. And people are just leaving the company. I provided whatever that I can needs meet their needs expectations. But people still leave the company, maybe because of the pandemic or whatever. But now you see, when you feel that you are powerless, that is the moment where inside you, you still have that power of what else that I'm I'm not doing anything. Correct. And that is also a kind of power of not doing anything and let that moment, let that float too fill up or to 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 what what how do you say that provide the catalyst or the impetus to you know to keep going right yes exactly because not all the time that as a leader you need to step in um uh, play a strong role powerful role to move things forward because sometimes it may be because you are putting too much power too much controlling and your people it's like ah ah I cannot breathe. (laughs) (laughs) True, true, true. So, um, Peck, also, as part of coaching, we use a number of approaches. There are lots of triggers that we use to get something called insights in our coaches, right? So, what are some of the perspectives that have yielded the maximum insights for your coaches, Peck? Um. As you mentioned, um, as coaches, we use different um, uh, various methods, approaches. And yeah, same as me as well. I use different modalities uh, in my coaching approach. And I would say if you were to ask me what what kind of perspective that would yield the maximum insights for my coaching, mm-hmm. um, I would say um, there's no one that really, but a couple of them in a combination. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The first one would be perspective taking, mm-hmm. inviting the coachee to, to see um, the scenario, the situation, the context from a different role. So I, I invite them to do role play mm-hmm. in session as well. Um, playing your role, yourself stepping outside and telling yourself what you will tell this pack right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the past and in the future, so exploring different dimensions, different time dimensions, and also different roles, um, as well as, uh, um, for example, seeking the perspective that is uh, from someone who is your mentor, someone you really trust, speaking from someone that you really, you know, um, not like, um, yeah, uh, someone that you're really, really close, for example, yeah. Okay. Nice. Good, and good. listen, 
Yeah, and listen. I think listening really plays a a, a, a huge part in my coaching approach. Okay. Listen to the coachee. Uh, just this morning, I did a coaching session with a coachee um, from Australia. Um, she's suffering some burnout from the work. And then uh, she said, actually, I just feel I need somebody to hear what I'm feeling. Just that simple. Yeah. Somebody just listen there and just, just hear I'm talking. And that makes me feel really good. I mean, Peck, uh, I know th- you did share an experience with a coachee that uh, just that happened this morning. But what are some situations where uh, when you have uh, coached somebody and there's always this coachable moments, right? Or rather the moments of insights that they have. And uh, that moment of insight is actually would have propelled them towards their goals or towards their results faster. So are there any uh, situations or anecdotes where uh, this has happened in your coaching uh, peck? Um, yes, uh, I would say maybe again, I bring up another example. Sure. Yeah, again, it is also um, um, relates to perspective taking. So my, my coachee um, um, constantly during that coaching conversation um, mentioned about, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel um, the guilt if I'm not um, doing this right. I feel sorry for my boss um, because my boss has been helping me a lot and so on. And this word guilt comes up in the conversations for at least more than five times. Wow. And then I'd say, okay, hang on. Um, what is going on there? Yeah. Would you like to share a little bit more? Tell me what's the story behind it. Yeah. And then she started to share. And then I asked her, okay, now let's take a step back, right? Um, what would you tell right, your current self, hearing from all this uh, guilty stuff that you're mentioning? What would this uh, person, yourself in the other space, tell you? And then she can very objectively tell the, 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 the current self as in, you know, you're just doing this too much, um, focusing on other people. You're, 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 you're burning out yourself. You are, you are actually uh, um, risking your own health, well-being, and so on. Correct. Yeah. What, then what would you do? What advice would you give her? Then she can come up with very clear advice. Okay. All right. Now, back to the, your current self right now. Hearing from what you see, just hearing from your new self, right? What insights do you have? Do you hear that? Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. I have so many that thoughts in my mind, but sometimes I just feel like I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah. So I think that short moment of uh, five minutes of uh, a period uh, or five to eight minutes of conversations, help her to really reposition herself, realign herself with her own values 
and her perspective, what she wants to really do instead of just ignoring her values and then putting other people's value on herself. Yet she find it very difficult, not comfortable because it's really not aligning. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. This is good because uh, sometimes um, when you help them see those things, right? It seems like it is there, but they are not able to see it. But when you're able to help them see it through a process, right? And I think it's the it's it's a very fulfilling uh, moment for both uh, them as well as us. Mm. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. So Peck. When we coach, we do wear um we do wear multiple hats. I mean, there's a mentoring hat, there's a coaching hat. There could be multiple other advisory hats, etc. And uh, as human beings, we also typically want to jump and you know share information quickly. But in your experience, how do you uh, avoid this advice trap, Peck? <laughs> um, good questions, Sripia. Good questions. Um, to be very honest. Um, I interact and work with uh, different coaches, um, diverse group of coaches from different cultural backgrounds. Um, and I would say I will not avoid that as in like avoid mm. uh, okay. the, the, the advice uh, trap. But I would say depending on the context and the coaches uh, level of awareness. Mm. Yeah. Just to give you an example, if I'm coaching um, somebody, executive, um, director, and this pers particular person has the knowledge already and has the ability to, 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 to reflect and have this high level of self-awareness, mm -hmm. most of the time, I don't give advice. Sure. Yeah. I would just invite them. I would just ask questions and listen to their stories and ask them to tell me their stories and what they learned from their stories, how would they reframe their new story? Correct. Yeah, that would be the approach to the, um, um, uh, uh, what, what I call a uh, higher self-awareness coaching. And I do have coaching that um, a lower, uh, um, um, not to say lower level, but um, um, managerial level, um, individual contributor, um, and sometimes they will come in and they don't have that knowledge yet. Correct. Yeah. So that, that moment, I would need to play the mentor role. Correct. Yeah. So for example, presentation skills, sometimes they need to present to a group of uh, CEO, senior leaders. All right. So some of the, the, the knowledge will have to come in. So we need to train them on that before this coachee can actually Ah, okay. Um, now I need to find my own style in presenting. Correct, 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 correct. correct. True. Yeah. So you must have seen, um, and I think this is a good question after what we discussed. Um, this, we coach people at different layers of the organization. It could be a mid-level, high potential, then you could be coaching a senior leader or sometimes the C-suite with board responsibilities as well. So they are varying in nature. Does your coaching approach uh, vary across the different layers, spec? Mm, I think the one of the biggest um, difference that I observed um, between these two group or two individuals um, is 
the CXO, the focus of the coaching mm -hmm. was very much um, on the um, like my leadership style, my leadership behavior, my mindset, attitude. How do I influence, get my people on board, motivate? Yeah, more on the like, um, um, it is um, intangible, I would say. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Whereas the managerial level, it's focusing most of the time on the skills building, competency. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, common topic like um, time management. How do I manage my time? How do I prioritize my time? How do I present in a more uh, influential way? Um, how do I actually speak uh, in a more confident way? Yeah, all this may some extent uh, appear in the CXO, but the, the 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 intensity, the focus, it's slightly different. Correct, 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 correct. Well, well, well articulated, Peck. Good. Um, now, there's also this whole thing about the organizations investing a lot in internal coaching capabilities. And then there are also external coaches um, whom they engage with. And both are making a difference to the organization and their outcomes. So what are your perspectives here, uh, Peck? I mean, what's the difference between um, internal and external coaching and the possibilities they, it, it can address? Mm. I would say internal coaching, um, maybe again, I use one example. Again, this is, um, I, I try not to generalize um, okay. because uh, case by case, some companies, they do really have a, a very good internal coach and supporting the coachy uh, development. Um, but some happen in, in the example that I'm going to give you is um, they have this internal coach mm -hmm. in, in my, my client okay. and when they are coaching the leaders in the organizations, the leaders often feel that the internal coach has some mission or some intention that is trying to drive the coaching pr process or coaching goal to certain direction that is following the global um, objectives. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And they felt like, are you trying to manipulate me? Correct. <laughs> Yeah, so they don't feel comfortable. Then they reach out to external coach like myself. Then they say, I feel more comfortable talking to you. You're not linked to the system. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have independent view. Yeah. Although I don't I don't have that uh, really uh, uh, um, knowing every detail in that company, what's going on. Correct, correct. But but I my 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 role is to help them to see how they would they would, um, um, again, telling their stories if they has the opportunity to do it in a different version. Correct, correct. In a way, the clarity of distance brings uh, a lot of uh, comfort and uh, conviction in the conversation. Um, and if it is the same thing, it's like uh, when it's in your own backyard, you don't appreciate it as much as when it is when, when you go travel out and see different countries, right? So in a manner, I think the clarity of distance always helps. And of course, it depends varying away. Uh, once again, the maturity of who is the coach and who is the coachee and what they're really focusing on um, is it an outcome that they're all wanting to align to something or is it an outcome for the individual right as the uh, what he wants or he or she wants yeah 
exactly very nice good points uh, Peck I'm also very curious to understand a little bit more about the work that you do Peck which is all in the space of I know you use um, culture and that is one of the key lenses to your coaching practices um, and what kind of results has that brought to the entire process of coaching for you Peck um, yeah very very good questions um, Yes, I would say um, right now that I'm dealing with the 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 coachy the coachy that I have, um, I would say m- maybe I would say all of them actually coaching. It's in a cultural coaching in a way. True. Yeah, um, we deal with uh, uh, the challenges that uh, um, different personality. That you then you 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 uh, I mean the 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 the, the leaders um, challenges that they have in their workplace they work with people that come from different personality uh, different preferences um, different um, mode of thinking communication preference time management and so on and all this when I bring in that perspective the paradox perspective to the coachee then they realize. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not all the. I cannot expect everyone to behave the same like me. Um, um, having to accomplish accomplish everything in this period of time, and then um, pushing myself as to the perfection uh, mode. Yeah. So so that um, coaching um, cultural intercultural coaching does really help a lot in my work right now in my coaching even I'm coaching Chinese a group of Chinese uh, uh, um, leaders in a team coaching environment mm-hmm. uh, which I did uh, um, last year and you will find that they do share diversity and differences as well even they are ho- homogeneous team correct yeah, correct. yeah. and they and they realize that oh yeah I didn't know that you prefer this indirect way of communication, they're avoiding conflict. Ah, okay, now I know. That's why I, I don't always hear you in the meeting, you know. Uh, you're always very quiet. Um, and then some of them, they are very, very used to direct, you know. I'll just disagree with you and this is my perspective and so on. Wow. And some people are not comfortable with that. All yes. this has to relate, I mean, has to do with our upbringing, culture. Correct. Correct. And uh, the good news is we could belong to the same Uber overall culture, like how the world world calls it. I mean, it could be like a Chinese and I could be a Chinese or I could be an Indian and another Indian. But the and here we're not just talking about the superficial cultural differences that the world often sees. Right. It is sometimes we belong to the same, but yet we are different. And that's when understanding these differences and perhaps even learning how to leverage them or even Mm. thinking how to leverage them. I think that's what the process of coaching actually facilitates, right? Yeah, absolutely. You put it in a very beautiful way. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Peck. And um, I'm now that you just re- uh, just brought out the word team coaching back i'd love to understand sometimes i hear look team coaching is similar to facilitation which is what we typically do in a in a let's say in a workshop you facilitate a group of people to come to some form of alignment or achieve an objective for whatever the workshop is all about so 
is team coaching similar to facilitation or is it different and how and if so what's what really are the objectives people are driving to in when it comes to both these uh, both these contexts mm, yeah that's a, another good question um i'm this is from my perspective um from my experience um working on team coaching and because i do workshops facilitation as well i think um both of uh, team coaching and and workshop facilitations they sh- they do share some fa- um similarities okay um team coaching you need facilitation skills to okay. facilitate that conversations i think the facilitation is is a skill that you need as a coach as a team coach to help the team to 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 have that dialogue in that space um team coaching it itself has a very clear um um issue that the team would like to resolve okay yeah and very clear go okay now we need to align and the we will then um arrive at this particular objective or destination yeah um so so that would i would say in in a, in a way a, a team coaching yeah a, a more uh, purpose goal driven uh, goal oriented uh, um sessions and each one will get a chance to um explore their own perspective right in in a in a safe space um and then push them a little bit outside of their comfort zone at the same time and and then reach the ultimate uh, team goal team purpose wonderful wonderful so you know, what i'm hearing is that definitely facilitation is important when you come to team coaching because it's a skill where you have to get a group of people aligned on something which is um which is an objective or, or a clear path to their goal right so and they're all aligned and moving there and uh, and and perhaps in a workshop it could be more free flowing or leaving uh, it to the uh, you know not necessarily that um, everybody needs to be taking this as a takeaway each person can have their own different takeaways from a workshop and they can walk away yes absolutely yes absolutely wonderful so uh, Peck, you also use a lot of technology in your facilitation. I see you're you're kind of interested in mural and things like that, <laughs> to where you can bring teams to collaborate together and ideate together, right? But how does some? Uh, so how is it useful for you as a coach? How much of technology do you bring into your coaching? Oh yeah, um, good question. I think um, what I'm trying to do is to leverage the benefits of technology. in coaching um again some coachy they're very open to technology right. and they loved it then i'll 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 take it to the maximum um bringing in mural asking them to do some activity on mural reflections and document it down i think the most important um um learning for me would be um asking the coachy to document their goals um their actions learning point um regularly in 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 um with the help of technology that in a dashboard or in the um, mural yeah yeah that that would actually help them to see their progress and they, and and people when i mean as a human being when i see me progress i feel good and i can show it to my manager like oh 
wow, see, this is how far I've gone and this is my achievement and so on. Yeah. Um, where some coaches, they're reluctant to technology. I said, okay, minimum, you put it down uh, in your notes or do some journaling, share with me. <laughs> that would be fine as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, again, they, they have a choice. Um, they make their own decision. Yeah. Correct, correct. I mean, but when it comes to technology today, you hear words like democratization of coaching is possible through all yeah. these technology platforms and, uh, you know, coaching at a, at a click of a button. What's your perspectives here, uh, Peck? I, I mean, I just I'm curious to find out what you think about it. Um, yeah, um, I think I, I, I learned about this term um, democratizing coaching. Um, from my um, some of my colleagues from US mm -hmm. and I think the um, coaching itself comes from US um, that trying to popularize this idea and to me I think in Asia this part of the world that where I'm active in um, I would say there are two trends um, or maybe one yeah, two trends um, that I'm seeing is there's a, a there's a huge transformation in our workplace right now that we are seeing, right? Um, the young generations coming, the those that are born after 1995, um, and they expect very different sets of needs Correct. from the organizations, from the leaders, um, and all of these needs don't come in uh, or doesn't 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 have that explicit or visible as compared to in the past. Correct. Like in the 70s or 80s where like now we hear the words like belonging. We hear the word trust, vulnerability, uh, emotions, um, authentic. Absolutely. So all emotion words. Correct. Correct. Yeah, in the past, no leaders talk about this. Leaders would feel these are all feminine energy. And people, it's very afraid of to touch all this expect. But now, when if you're managing the young generation, these are the things that you have to deal with. Correct. As a leader, you don't only talk about profits, KPI, performance. The new performance for you would be the relationship that you have, Correct. the quality of the relationship that you have with your team members, right? With your employees. Your employees, do they feel happy and why we want engagement survey, right? So, so, so I think that uh, this democratizing um, coaching make it so easily accessible for the employees. I think it's definitely going to be a trend yeah, um, for people. Um, maybe Asia would be a few years um, behind, but it's definitely going to happen. And then the second trend is, I see, I mean, from China here, just to share a little bit of the context, a lot of uh, coaches are very, very young coaches. Um, some, they graduated from school and then they started to take up coaching classes and then they come out as a coach. Wow. Yeah. And you will see this trend, um, everyone trying to be a coach, but what exactly that the coach is offering the value to the employees, right? To the to the um, employees in the organizations or leaders. Um Maybe, I mean, my perspective is, I would say sometimes it is quite difficult yeah, because you still need that context of corporate in order to help 
um, the coachee to bring in different perspective. Although you don't give advice, you can just ask questions, but sometimes you need that context, how an, how an organization operates, how an organization function, right. what are the systems in place, who are they going to deal with, who are the stakeholders, all this comes in giving us a big picture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that would be um, the, the, the trend um, I think may not be so um, um, healthy at the moment. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Good, good. I mean, this is good to gain your perspectives and it's also very interesting to see a whole new gen generation of uh, coaches just coming out of college from the location where you are in right and what's this what's you see, what are you seeing around that place and it's very interesting and i'm i'm hoping to see what's the impact it's, it's going to leave for the system as a whole right so it's it's good which leads me to find out now that we're talking about these trends and where things are going on what's going to be the future of coaching for you, what is what is what is Peck going to uh, leave as a legacy, or let's say your contributions to the future of coaching, Peck? What would they? What should they be like? Wow, this is a big question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm in a in a good position to answer this question, uh, but I try. Um, I think um, I think my my role would be very much. Um, in the Asia part, um, and also the cultural, bringing in the cultural perspective, cultural element into coaching. And right now, right now we deal with a lot of, um, um, I believe you heard about the term diversity and inclusions, equity, right? And people are talking about it and Asia started to talking about it as well. And of course, our context is very different from the US and the Europe. Yeah, So Asia has its own context in China and Singapore, Southeast Asia has its own context as well. So it's it's not the same. So how are we going to deal with that when we interact with coaches that from different diverse backgrounds, how are we going with that so i think my role i would like to um you know position myself or or, or see myself you know having that influence um um in in the in the bringing the, the cultural perspective cultural element into coaching yeah yeah. Very, 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 very nice, uh, Peck. And I should only say, let's just truly hope and uh, uh, request the universe to conspire you to, you know, go on this mission. I mean, each one of us have the clarity with which we are able to operate as we move into the future helps us to be clear on how we want to perform of course the world changes the environment and we're not in control of everything but at least the clarity can help us move forward in a in a more meaningful manner right as we say meaning purpose and unity to what we can uh, bring to the the kind of work that we're doing so so i want to say thank you peck for sharing your experiences this has been very useful and i want to wish you the very best in all the work that you do through coaching Thank you very much, Supriya.